The guys on the tee box are hacks. We'll have another one in June. Yep. So um, keep your ears listening. Keep your ears listening because this is a an audio format. Is no freestyle. Result. Uh, my wife last night. I was like, couldn't we just give them your Ticketmaster account info and just have him log in? And she was like, well, yeah. I mean, I trust him to do that. We know him. You know, he's not going to go in there and buy tickets to Fog Hat or something without <laughs> Fog you know, Hat. <laughs> Fog hat. Fog hat. Fog hat. Fog hat. All right. Full for the city. I liked Fog hat live. That was a good album. Nothing wrong with Fog hat. I know, but it's random, man. It is random. 800. Shut the hell up. What do you guys think about this? Would you guys like to know what the Guinness World Record is for largest Bloody Mary? Kind of going. Should we do it? Would you, would you like to know what Chat GPT said when I asked, "Does Craig Rosengarten wear ladies' underwear?" Why would you ask? What are you wrong with you? <laughs> the hell, Eli? I, I would like bad. to know. Yeah, I would like to no, know. No, absolutely not. I would very much like to know this. <laughs> would you like to keep your job for another freaking day? It's not real. Well, what is it? Why would you even ask with? that question? <laughs> Can you add on your on his Don't, head? Do not say one thing. Eli, Eli's got tomato face. I'm inviting the P ones out to play, watch ball gag, and you're asking if ball I wear cat. ball I, gag. What ball gag? Ball cat? What the heck? Yikes! This extra hour was a bad idea. Told you. Told you. Told you. Somebody should have brought me a Bloody Mary. It would have been really good. So And a random duck-billed platypus. You're not burping all the way down the fairway. <laughs> really? Go, go! Old school bitch. Abu Dabu. Bravo, Kevin. Another award-winning open. Gets the blood flowing. Good morning. Howdy-ho. It is about 8 o'clock on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The ticket on a Saturday morning. If it's around this time on this day, then more than likely on this station, you have the tee box for the last 29 years. Rick Arnett, that's Craig Rosengart. We're with Avid Golfer Magazine and Golf Moose and the Texas Junior Golf Tour and... Uh, Avid Golfer Magazine, I already said that. Passbook. Passbook. Yeah. And our Avid Golfer events. Yeah, we'll be talking about that here in a second. And uh, given the fact that Eli's not on, he's off this week. Yep, we wrote to We can talk positively about 70s rock. I'm mostly in a 70s rock. Yes. It wasn't my great, it wasn't my favorite decade, but it was. It was mine. It was okay. For sure, and my wife's. Yeah, all depends on how old you are. All right, today we are at the greatness of. One of the invited clubs, Stonebridge Ranch, the die course. And we're on the back porch, the veranda. What a view. This used to Beautiful. be thought of as the most difficult course in town. Mm -hmm. And they have significantly softened it. Good. Still a good challenge. Yep. You know, looking, at number, looking at number 18. Number 18 is one of the most fun closing holes. I, I will tell you, I don't, know last, I don't know last time you played it, Rick, but. About a year. I, I 
play it about five or six times a year. Right when I want, when I think I'm playing really well, and say, "Okay, how good are you really?" Mm-hmm. And you play this course, and you'll know. And if you hit the ball in the fairway, you will, you can score well in this course. And if you don't, you won't. And it's really, really fun, and it's a great challenge. But that number eighteen hole, you put the ball in the fairway, it's an easy hole, mm. but it's a hard fairway to hit. It's re- I'm watching, I'm it's looking narrow. at it right now. How fun would it be to just watch anybody play that hole in a big tournament? And they're gonna have a tournament this morning. And if you have big money on that last hole, oh, that fairway gets needle thin. <laughs> yes, it does. But yes, they, it does. But the clubhouse is great. Excellent staff. They recently put in some. Uh, G12 Championship Bermuda on the greens. That's good stuff. And they only use the Premier White Sand. That's quarried out in Sheridan, Arkansas, if you didn't know. And that's the same stuff they, they'll that's have they at the Nelson. Arkansas week. Crete. Yeah. And that's where they're going to have – they'll have it at Craig Ranch for the uh, Nelson next mm-hmm. week too. And, uh, and, they've also, and they've had two junior golfers make the uh, drive, chip, and putt finals. You know the fun fun part of it, and I'm spending all of our P1's money. You know, you can join here. You can join Stonebridge Ranch, which is a little bit across the way. Mm-hmm. Or you can join both yep. and be a member of both. I think that may be one of the most perfect memberships in town because this is a hard golf course and a challenge mm-hmm. and fun. Yep. The other course has 27 holes, Stonebridge Ranch, and they are very playable. You can go over there and shoot your handicap pretty easy. You can come here and say, okay, my handicap's too high or too low. Too low. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's unbelievable. If you live up in McKinney somewhere or Prosper or anywhere this around place here. place is growing. Like, I, I, every time I come up here, whether it's every two months or whatever, three months, visiting clients or whatever, going to play golf, McKinney's exploding. I yeah. Mean, there isn't one – out, this is like the biggest stretch of, of uh, land without a house or a building on it, it seems like, in the area. It's getting pretty close. Yep. Right? Yep. So we'll be here for the next two hours. And um, if you're interested, if you think you're moving out here or maybe your business is out here, um, give the uh, give the club a call. I'm sure they'll give you a pretty good deal if you want to join at the Stonebridge Ranch, the Die course. Actually, Stonebridge Ranch, period, because they have two courses, like you said. Yep. Uh, the T-Box, proudly sponsored by PGA Tour Superstores. And they have four locations in the Metroplex. They have discounts all the time. You can get your clubs regripped. You can get uh, fitted. Everything out there. And uh, four great locations in the Metroplex. All right, we have uh, Kern out here, Engineering. Good morning, you, buddy. Good morning. He's been working the Stars games. He gets, uh, I asked him, gets done at 1 o'clock in the morning. And then he has to be at work at 7. By the way, I'm watching... To, uh, they had their member member this morning, mm-hmm. which is one of the most more. If you're a private club member, that's one of your it's a biggie. majors, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm driving, I'm watching. Um, you can have your own golf cart out here. Yeah. Um, and a guy just drove by. There's no governor on that golf cart. <laughs> no. I mean, and he's got a big old Bloody Mary in his hand. A little worried. He's ready. A little about. A little worried about him. He, he is can't. Ready. And here's the thing: he can't find his partner. He just screamed it to all of us. It, which may not have been his first Bloody Mary. May might, not. Have, might have just run him over. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, member members are uh, – that's some, that's some – and there's some big money bet on these games too when they have the Calcuttas and they have uh, – right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, oh, is, yeah. this is big. The Calcutta is big on a member member because you know everybody. Yeah. It's a little daunting on a member guest because half the field you don't know. Yeah, and they're probably all ringers that are the guests. By the way, talking to my good friend Doug Donnelly, mm-hmm. if uh, – 
you know him if, as White Lightning. Nice. Is that an okay nickname these days? Are you calling him a uh, booze? White Lightning like hooch? Like no, a, that was his. That was his nickname. Sure. Why not? That was, you know, he was really fast. fast. Yeah. yeah, and he was a good uh, receiver for the that. Cowboys. He's in the hole-in-one business, yep. Advantage hole-in-one. And we were talking, we'll talk about this more at 850 because i got an incredible hypothetical for yeah. you. But he said, you know what? He may not be insuring member members anymore for hole-in-ones. Because they're making too many? No, yes, they're making too many. Huh. And he said, you know, the What's Probably. too many? Because I think the average is 5,000 to 1 odds? 1 in 13,000. Wow. And that's 5,000 for the pros. 1 in 13,000 shots, right? So, right. But he said, that, you know, it depends on whether it's a hole for 10,000 or a hole for 90 grand. And it seems like all the member members are for 90 grand. You know, big Mercedes sure, or sure. big whatever. Yeah. And uh, he said, you know, they they know the course really well. There's 144 players out there who know that golf course, know every shot. They don't have to think about what shot, what what club they need to hit. And well, you can wink, wink at the uh, director of golf and the uh, superintendent. You can say, "Hey, put the pin over." Buddy. By the way, director of golf out here is Jim Sanders, the man who taught me how to play golf. Nice. How about that? Wow. Good man too. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, and Craig uh, uh, Sundell is the general manager. All right, we have a uh, Kevin. Landrum, back at the station. Again, great open as always. I'm glad we provide enough material for you. Keep you giggly. It, I start thinking about it early in the week. And I, I can't wait to get here and start working on it. Yeah, we had a couple in there that should have been. I agree. Up. Should have been e-breaks. I don't we're going to gonna do the, uh, out in July, we're going to do a uh, field trip, a tee box field trip to go see Foghat. I was promised a Foghat concert, yes. Yeah, maybe. I'll cover the expense. Yeah, it's free. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I also. Knew, I knew that. <laughs> Jacob Dedimore doing tickers twice an hour. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm a little disappointed that Eli is out because I still want to know what ChatGPT said. Easy. <laughs> I'm sure you can type it in. Easy. I'm sure you can type it in. Boy, that's, that stuff's getting scary. One day, I mean, I remember we talked about it last week when I was reading, if you type in your name mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But now they're getting into uh, GPTs are now doing better predicting stocks than actual fund managers. I mean, it's I'm almost glad I'm, I'm the age I am. Life is going fast. There's some quick stuff out there. I wonder, the one to me is when you watch the movie Idiocracy, mm-hmm. which Greatness. Is, is a silly, stupid movie, but still it's, it can be watched. But Very when, wise in its predictions. And very wise in its predictions. And when you, everybody has a barcode on their arm. Mm-hmm. How far away are we from that? Not much. Like when instead of the Apple Pay on your phone, you just Arm Pay. What was the one? What was I the... should I should Google. I should uh, save that. What's the uh, What was the movie with Justin Timberlake when he had the the barcode on his forearm and it was his lifespan? I think. Oh, I know the one you're talking about. I, don't I believe the name. that was called Out of Time. Yeah, you could buy more time, or you could I don't know. Get it basically off time on your life is currency. Get off. Yeah, yeah, crazy stuff. All right, let's get this show on the road. A lot of stuff to get to today. Something happened at our tournament uh, last Sunday, and we definitely want to get into that. Um, As we broadcast from Stowbridge Ranch, the die course up here in McKinney. Hey, good morning. Welcome. 
It's a little after 8.15 on a Saturday morning. We've got the tee box, Rick Craig, Kern, Kevin. Hello, America. Jacob. We'll be at uh, Hello. here. And here is at Stonebridge Ranch, the die course, right on the back patio. Beautiful view. We'll be here till 10 o'clock today. And um, we strongly suggest if you're looking to join a course that you can basically join two courses, Stonebridge mm -hmm. Ranch the Die Course and Stonebridge Ranch Course. And they're both significantly different enough that you really feel Probably like the more, most diverse two courses I've ever seen. Yep. That's under the same umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be here till uh, 10 o'clock today. And if you are interested, uh, give them a holla. All right. Uh, 8.30. We're getting a leaderboard. Some big changes, Mars, on the on the tour. One guy, local guy, missed the cut by a ton. Wasn't the only one, though. No. Uh, Craig has a big uh, – he's been touting this to me all week. And we'll talk about it at uh, 8.50. Big hole-in-one hypothetical. At 9.10, you said you have a golf story. I, I was watching the – so this morning – you had two choices. You could have watched King Charles or Prince Charles be Prince whatever. Charles be dominant. Become be, king, whatever yes, it is. Which King's I don't understand king, why people in the United States have that much interest. It was on every flipping te channel. Because it's just. Do you have interest, Kevin? Oh, no. I'm, yes. I'm just as confused as you are. I just, like, why? I, I, wanna, I like watching my Channel 5 news, and I want to see the weather before I come to the show on Saturday mornings. And I couldn't get it because flipping King Charles is in all these dressed things. I can't even tell you what they do. Anymore. Girls it's, love it's it. It's so ceremonial. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. But anyway, so I'm watching the Golf Channel. It's a female thing. And as I'm watching the Golf Channel, I see an ad for a, for a golf company. Okay. And I, I had to research it. All right. And I, like when you I my head is scratching, and I'm wondering how <laughs> your much. Your head is scratching? My, or you're, I'm scratching, you're scratching my head. head. Yes, my head is scratching. My head is itching, and I'm scratching it. All right. Fight me. Whatever you just said. Uh, 9.30, we'll do a data dump on golf. There's a couple things that uh, happened this week that I found of interest, and we'll talk about that. We're going to talk about the Nelson and Colonial yes, Fields? Yes, we will. Okay. Because the... The final commitments were due four o'clock yesterday local time, and I have for the, the Nelson list for the Nelson. Yeah, yeah, and Colonial has some good stuff too. And so let's all get to it. All right. So last week we had our uh, avid golfer tournament, first one of the year, and it was at Texas Rangers. Great time. Um, you and I hit drives on eighteen. Mm -hmm. Did pretty well. I think yeah. we helped out most of the groups. Yep. I think they were they were pleasant. One hole, one group. If one of usually we covered each other if we didn't hit a good two shot, but if you're hitting, we had we had 144 players, so that's 36 groups that we had to hit a tee shot for, and only one group did both of us poop yeah, to bed. We did poop to bed, um, and uh, the rest of them, one of us came through, but usually both of us came through. And surprisingly, and, I was sore that night, but the next day I was fine. I was. I was worried. Hitting a lot of drives, that's 40-ish drives we were hitting, and we weren't holding anything back. And towards the end of the day. Well, it's because one guy would hit a tee shot, and you go, you go all right, I got to get that. Yeah, I got to help that. I got to get that. Yeah. So he had a good one. I'm going after it. So, yeah, I was swinging harder than I normally swing. And the worst part was towards the end of the day, the 18th faces right into the sun. And there's something about it. I still haven't figured it out why hitting into the sun affects your golf swing so much. 
I don't know because you're not looking at the sun when you're hitting the ball. Right. It's afterwards. But there's nothing more defeating than nutting a shot. I mean, just flush and not it. not being able to see it. And have no idea where it goes. Yes. That was, you you that look was... back, right? And you, and you look at the other guys that are hopefully seeing it, and you go – and you're looking for any kind of well, it's really a verdict, funny because right? towards the end of the day, right when that was happening, I was in my in my mind, I was in the best groove, mm-hmm. and I was swinging and I couldn't see. I mean, it was especially because in the left-handed, it was right yep. at me, and I'd look over at you and say, and I with a smile, mm-hmm. where'd it go? Mm-hmm. And you went right almost every time. I was like, right? No, that had to be perfect. That I killed that ball. Well, you did kill it. It, it was like right. it was hit about one thirty, two o'clock. It was it was you killed it because you pulled it a little bit. And I've never seen a pull not hit and not uh, crunched, right? You know, but when my son was really playing high level competitive golf, I've told you this story before, one of it he had a sports psychologist he worked with. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he would say is, Don't look at where the ball goes. Swing we'd we'd be on the range. Swing mm-hmm. and then look and tell me where it went. Because if your mind knows you hit a good shot right when you hit it or you hit it where right. or it hit went right, you subconsciously can correct it without having the – some way. So it was a drill that I always used to do. So if I'd hit and swing and I didn't see the ball, I should be able to tell you, yep. hey, it went straight, went right, went left, it went short, it's got it, whatever. Boy, I thought it, they were smoked right in the middle of the damn fairway. And when I was so defeated when you said, yeah, it went right. I was like, dang it. Well, it's like five or six times in a row. No, I don't know what's worse. That or not knowing where it's going. And so that's goes, what the that whole... was a hell of a shot. Great shot. <laughs> I didn't get rewarded. I never saw it. Yeah. It never it didn't feel like that either, right? Yeah. So something happened significantly at the at our tournament. And it's happened once before This is our third. It's our third? It's our third. We've never given away the um the ten thousand dollar prize that we do, right, uh, for a hole in one. But we did have a hole in one. We had a gentleman by the name of Benjamin. Oh, Os- <laughs> practices first. Ostoja. O s t o j a. Apologies in advance. Oh man, he's got so much ge- stuff, and we'll talk about it at eight fifty. Mm-hmm. That he's got something coming that he didn't even know. Okay. Um, but Ben Astoja made a hole in one. Ben O. Ben O. Big Ben. Big Ben. Just call him Big Ben. He made it. He said it was 145 yards. He said he hit a nine iron. He said didn't even hit it that good. Thinned it a little bit. Yep. Bounced once, went in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, was it on Eli's hole? No. Okay. And uh, Eli was on the ten thousand dollar hole. Right. Okay. And he said, you know, um, it was his first one. Mm-hmm. You would never have known. No. That guy had zero emotion. I've never seen a hole-in-one. It was almost like he was sheepish. And maybe because he didn't feel like it was a good shot. And that's why I have not ever enjoyed hitting a hole-in-one. I've hit shots from the fairway holdout from roughly the same distance as a par three, maybe longer, but never off the tee box. My first one wasn't a good shot. Um, I've, I've been fortunate that I had two hole-in-ones, and they were both on my birthdays. That's cool. One on my 35th birthday and one on my 50th birthday. So wait till I'm 65, baby. Mm. Got a whole, I had some time, but um, my one on uh, when I was 35, um, I wasn't as good of a golfer as I am today, and I, I was on Stonebriar number seven, and um, I hit it. I, 
I had way too much club, but I thinned it. But when you thin it in a certain way, it's got so much spin it does, on it. It, it does. spun and it, and it kicked it left about 15 feet and went right in the hole. It's like, thin it went. all right, did got you have my to first buy, one. Did you have to buy drinks? It wasn't my home club. Um, at the time, I was a member over at the Four Seasons, and, um, right. and that's where the Byron Nelson was. We had to go somewhere else. Uh-huh. Usually, it's during my birthday. And uh, and it was just the three of us, or four of us, so I drank. I paid for those drinks. My second one was costly. But you know what? The second one was my, was a that was like a perfect shot. It was my 50th birthday. Right. All right. Whatever y'all want, Still I don't the care. Stupidest rule ever. I just don't care. You performed the amazing. What that you performed me. the one in thirteen thousand feet, and you're the one that has to buy drinks for everybody. That makes no sense. No. In fact, in Japan, a lot of the uh, regular golfers have hole in one insurance on themselves. That's right. Because it'll cost you up to two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred fifty bucks a year. For well, all-in-one I, insurance in Japan. I would pay that. Yeah. That would be just my luck. Yeah. That would be my first and one. And you get a certain dollar <laughs> amount, right? That's yeah. that's for 50 grand or whatever it is that you – whatever. But we, but Ben Astoja mm-hmm. didn't need to buy everybody drinks because we had Maestro Gabel out there. Yep. And we had Clubby out yeah, there. Yeah, we did have Clubby. So you needed a drink. You could just – you could find one. So, by the way, that was really, really good. We sold out. We – we did well with the prizes. We had two tickets to Byron Nelson, thanks to John Drago, who covered my butt yesterday. Nice. It's nice to have a 25-year-old relationship with a guy like Johnny, and uh, I appreciate that. And uh, the P- Senior PGA Championship, we had shirts, we had, we had a dozen golf balls. PGA Tour Superstores kicked in some gift cards. Yeah, we, we, we did it all right. So, oh, we gave out wedges. Yes, we did give How out cool wedges. How cool is that? Yeah. And guess what? Might tease it at eight fifty, but I think I may top it for our next one. All right. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on at eight fifty. I'm glad I'm going to be around. <laughs> it is uh, eight twenty nine on the little ticket. T box out at uh, the greatness of Stonebridge Ranch, the Die Course. So if you're driving around the area, come by, say hi. We're sitting out on the back patio, the veranda. Yeah, nobody will notice because it's a tournament going on. They're all playing. Yep. And if and if there's nobody hanging around, because if you're not in the tournament, you know you didn't, don't need to be coming. The best part is a couple of members came up. One guy goes, hey, you look really official. Is this where I check in? Ha! <laughs> you say, you should have said. much more signage and everything, You should have right? said, yeah, this is going to be on the Golf Channel at 2. Hey, I'm Jim Nance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, let's get a leaderboard because it's an elevated event. It's the Wells Fargo. Some guys did not make the cut, uh, amazing enough, and one guy changed caddies. Uh, And that was brought to you by uh, Arcus Golf. Arcus Golf, a bunch of courses in the Metroplex, and uh, you should check them out. I think they had a really good uh, uh, success story on the um, on the autism drive. Mm-hmm. Anything else? So congratulations to them. All right, eight fifty. Look forward to this. Craig says he has the ultimate hole in one hypothetical. I've never had one, so based on what your opinions are and the P one opinions, we're going to do it for our next event. Interesting. All right. 
So we have a leaderboard because it is sponsored by Ewing Buick GMC Subaru and also Mercedes-Benz of Plano all under one big roof. And they're playing out at uh, the Wells Fargo Championship, Quail Hollow. I hear mixed reviews on Quail Hollow. They used to love it. Yeah. And, and that's they, why they would play every year, and they loved it. And then all of a sudden, something... they changed it for the PGA, or they hosted happened. a President's Cup, or whatever. Yeah. And what's interesting is you look at their at the uh, the course itself. They have the... Every course nowadays has some kind of a stretch of three holes. Mm-hmm. Hogan's Alley, you know, type of thing. This one has the Green Mile. It's the last three holes. So the first 15 holes, it, since the in- inception, it's something like 7,000 under par, or something like that. And the last three holes are like four thousand over par it's crazy but uh risk reward and and jason day who missed the cut yesterday was comfortably in the number and then he started water rinsing balls on 17 and 18 and uh so anyway so you have a terrell hatton is leading or he's tied for the lead at eight under along with nate lashley and Wyndham clark who can smack the heck out of it but Wyndham clark's good he is good. I know he went to Oregon. I don't know if he was on that national championship team, but he's good. I, I keep an eye. He's one of those guys that I would say, when a guy hits the ball that that well and he's number one on tour and putts under three feet or three feet and under, he's got a little short game too, and uh, and he's fourth in strokes gained from somewhere. I I was looking him up. He's. Keep an eye out. When you're looking for dark horses and majors and things like that, he's a cool dark horse. There you go. Xander Shoffley, he is uh, in fourth because they have a three-way tie for first. And he's at seven under along with J.J. Spawn, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, and Sunjay M. and Adam Svensson. Big group at seven under. So Xander Shoffley has the current mark at 23 straight cuts made which is almost laughable compared to Tigers, 142. Xander Shoffley has made every cut, has not led after any round this year, which is surprising. Really? Yeah. That's funny. Isn't that weird? Oh, Justin Thomas. It's nice to see him playing well again. Change his diet. Is that what it was? Gluten-free, sugar-free. He said he would kill, literally kill, for a pizza right now. Me too. Yep. But <laughs> but he said he was getting tired all the time, and in the hot summer months, he just they said he had, and I don't know anything about this. It sounds horrible, a leaky gut. Heard that before. Not sure what that means. Me neither. But uh, no gluten and no sugar, and uh, he's playing better. And, he, and his big thing is is putting. It strokes around the green. He's number one by a mile. Um, but his putting has been off this year, and so uh, you know. He hasn't won for a while either. By the oh. way, can we get into uh, changing caddies? Yes. So he had Bones, just... right? Mm-hmm. Big deal. Bones is probably top three caddy of all time. Mm-hmm. And you thought, oh, this is going to be a marriage made in heaven, right? He's won once with Bones on the It was a big one, though. was, but one time. Well, since 2021. I would respectfully submit, would you... Right when well, he, he was like eight strokes back that day, though. Remember, there, people when, were coming back to him. You're winning, you're winning, you're winning a major. Mm-hmm. And then the live starts, and you decide you're going to take a stand. Yeah. I think he's been – and then he got married. I think he was probably a little distracted. Could be. It was, but you know what? 
Tied with him is Adam Scott. Mm-hmm. He's got a new caddy with him. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when you look at, you kind of expect at Justin Thomas to be at the top of the leaderboard. Do you expect Adam Scott to be at the top of the leaderboard? You no, know, he's actually played pretty well. Yes. He, he just hasn't won since pre-COVID. But you're talking about, you know what? The caddy change, and I and I'll bring this up till I'm I'm blue in the face. But so Justin Thomas, first off, Scotty Scheffler changed caddies, right? Yep. And all of a sudden, he becomes number one in the world, mm-hmm. and it was a big thing. And then Justin Thomas changes caddies; it works. And now Patrick Cantley's changing caddies, yep. and Adam Scott goes to Stevie Williams, and they all they're all working itself out, and. Roy McIlroy changed caddies. He left his professional caddy to go with a pal. Mm -hmm. Seven years, he hasn't won a major. Mm -hmm. Seven years, he's had his pal on the bag. Mm -hmm. What point, if you are... Won two presidents. I'm two uh, FedEx Cups. But at what point do you look at, if you are his main advisor, buddy, shame on us for not going to get LaCava. But let's get who's up next. Because some people just want somebody... I don't want to say hold their hand, but they just need a, somebody to talk with. You know, it might not even be in a, that astute of uh, a caddy as far as golf goes. They just need, like, Stuart Sink had his wife on the on the bag this week. Shot well, shot 66 yesterday. Um, sometimes he had his son on it. Sometimes you just need. Yeah, but you know what? I, I'll, I'll hearken it back to, I remember when Jerry Jones had a pal of his coaching the, the Cowboys, and he thought all I had to do was put the best team out there the best players and they'll win and I'll never forget when he just freaked out and said this isn't working let me go get Bill Parcells Mm -hmm. and I think there's a there's an element right there if I was talking to Rory and I like Rory I want to see him succeed he's a good player he's fun he's good for the tour I I, not only is he is he not winning majors he's not good at majors Mr. Cut last uh, the last he has some back back uh Back in top tens. But, yeah. But, yeah. And I, I just think, buddy. And when he lost the British last year to uh, to uh, Cam Smith. Cam Smith played out of his mom. Right. But still, he was, he, I think that devastated him. And plus, he yeah. took a, he took some time off. Took off an elevated event when he was one of the ones that was championing it. Yeah. The Travelers. He said he needed mental, his, I, his mental game was, was dying. Yes, I still think. And again, it's not. This is not what we're. The, the, I. I just. I wish I could just sit down with him and say, "Dude, just give it a shot." Your friend, whoever your friend is, you're making enough money if you want to keep him on the payroll. Sure. But go get somebody who knows what the hell they're doing, and and see see if there's a difference. Just do it for the PGA Championship next month, or this month. So let's think. Give about it a that. shot. Man. So let's think about that. So, Michael Greller was a as a was an elementary school teacher. And Justin Thomas had him on the back at the juniors, I want to say. It was the, the uh, junior am. Junior am. And then uh, uh, he introduced just uh, Jordan Spieth mm-hmm. to Michael Greller. I'm not sure how much Michael Greller actually caddied before all that. I don't know. But you he can, you can, at, you can uh, grow into it. Yeah. Especially if you know your player. I'm not saying you can't grow into it, but I'm saying – Roy McIlroy has all the tools. Scotty Scheffler had all the tools, right? And he wasn't winning. Mm-hmm. He was doing well, right. but he wasn't willing, w- winning. All of a sudden, you say, you know what? Let's take this over the top. Let's go get Ted Scott. Mm-hmm. Bubba Watson ain't playing. He's got a bad knee. Ted Scott's looking for something. This is one of the best. He's the right person. They're both very big Religious. Christians uh-huh. and, and so on and so forth. They fit, but he knows what he's doing. The minute he did that, it turned – look – 
Sky Sheffield was still a top ten player. Yep. He wasn't winning. All of a sudden, Ted Scott comes on the bag and he wins. And right. He's winning a lot, and I think, I think it may make a difference. I think everything makes a difference, right? You have the right fitness guy, you have the right swing coach, you have the right, but the caddy is, you don't know is spending you know. so much time with you right. on a day-to-day basis, on an hour. I mean, why not stack the deck and get somebody who knows what they're doing a little bit? And so I'm kind of surprised by this. So uh, Patrick Cantley. Uh, did not ask Tiger. He asked Joe LaCava, who asked Tiger if it's right. okay. Um, they and Patrick Cantley's top ten player. I think he's fourth in the world. Mm-hmm. He just said it was time. Uh, his caddy and he just said, you know, we're getting tired. I'll tell you this, and I know Patrick Cantley's not one of your favorite players, but just he'll slow. he'll be my pick for the PGA. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He's never won a major either. Anyway, um, so getting back to it. Uh, Justin Thomas, he's won one time. He won a major with, mm-hmm. with Bones. Again, it was one of those things where he was so far back and he just started flag-seeking. Mm-hmm. And and um, and Mito Pereira, you know, threw up on the 18th on the last hole. But since then, still, for a guy of his caliber, you think he and Bones, you think that would be a marriage made in heaven? It was. There, there are, look, remember, he still won a major. And it's it's you know, it's it's and then the live came and he decided to be a spokesperson and then he got married. You know what a distraction of yeah. marriage can be. Mm-hmm. You know what a distraction trying to be the spokesperson for the tour can be. And so he I think he tried finally figured out that all right, marriage is over, live is what it is, and ain't it ain't a threat. Let me get back to the, my game of golf. And yeah, look, how about uh, the, how about the commissioner doing his job? Quit having the players do your job for you. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, that's why they're paying him. Um, Rory McIlroy made the uh, cut on the number yesterday. Had to make a five-footer. Saw that. And he actually had the two-putt from about 80 feet. Yeah. He is even through eight today, so he's not doing a whole lot. Um, but I looked down who missed the cut, and one that really surprised me was our own Jordan Spieth. And I say that because at one point on Thursday, he had three straight birdies on the back nine. And then he triples 18. And that put him in – that's not something you want to walk out the course with. And then the next day he shoots a uh, – what did he shoot? 77. So in 72-77, missed the cut by eight shots. Mm-hmm. And he's committed to play the Nelson, which is good. Mm-hmm. He's committed to play Colonial. So if you look okay. at the stretch of, uh, of tournaments that he's going to have to play, he said he was already tired – when he played the Travelers, I mean the Masters, mm-hmm. he's going to play six or seven events. That's a long time. Right, that's a you know lot what? of golf. He's a, I watched him uh, talk about, like, you know when, when you are at a point where, you know, my kids were both athletes and I loved when I used to hear people say, man, your kid's really good, your kid's really good. Yeah. But as you get older now, you just want people to tell you what, what a good kid you're, you, what yeah. a young man your kid's grown up to be. Mm-hmm. Jordan the other day on the Wednesday, it was either Wednesday or Tuesday practice rounds. A bunch of kids are screaming at him as he hit a tee shot. He told them to all come up on the tee box with him and sign things and mm-hmm. talk to him and everything. You know what? It's turned into a good, good young man. Yep. And that's if I was Sean and Christine, Christine Spieth, I'd say that you know what? That's that's better than anything he does on the course. Remember Scotty Scheffler's dad after he won his uh, 
the Masters, he goes, you know, I know you're proud, and I'm proud you're winning the major, but I'm more proud of the man you are. Yeah. And that's it's, that's the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. So. And by the way, they're both good kids, mm-hmm. good young men now. And, um, yeah, I, I I root for those guys just because if he came in. He won't come on the air with us, and I, I'm okay with that. Hey. I'm okay with it. All right. That was brought to you by the greatness of Pure Swing Golf and Golf Michigan. Uh, up next, I've been waiting for this because Craig has been touting the heck out of it. It's a hole-in-one hypothetical. I've never had one, so I'm very, very interested in it. Would I choose this? But good morning. Welcome. Just joined us. Welcome to the tea box. Rick, Craig, Kern, Coffee. back at the station, Kevin Landrum, and doing tickers twice an hour. Jacob Dedimore. We'll be here till 10 o'clock as we're at Stonebridge Ranch, the die course. We almost had a minor catastrophe. It's one thing I always uh, recommend to people that have coffee is put a lid on it. Craig doesn't like lids on his coffee. I don't. And... It makes, me look, reason, it makes me look older. You suck just like um, you you're sweat. sucking like into a straw. It makes you look older. It makes you look like a smoker. As opposed to spilling. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's only happened once in 27 years. So So we're still on the air, and everything is uh, fine. <laughs> so far. Uh, this terrific segment is brought to you by United Ag and Turf in your Park Place Acura uh, dealerships. Where they got the new MDX. You want to check out that puppy. If you're into SUVs, highly rated. And uh, it's one of the new um, new uh, brands in the Park Place line. So check it out. It's right off uh, the tollway and um, Stone Creek. So check it out. All right. 910. We have another golf story. Craig says he's been doing some research this week. But first, we had a hole-in-one. Uh, last Sunday, third that's ever been accomplished in our 17 years hosting but a tournament. Nobody's gotten it on the hole we're offering 10 grand to. And I wonder how often that happens when there's a car on a hole, and you usually have four par threes on a course. And uh, I wonder how often it actually happens on the hole you want it to. Right. So Benjamin Ostoja Ostog- uh, won it. And I felt bad for him because you get a hole in one, not for ten grand, but uh, it was sponsored by Mustard Bell that mm-hmm. that um, week, right? That hole, and so he did get a golf bag and a um, one of those speakers, Wingman. GPS, wingman. Yes, mm-hmm. um, nice. And so he got one of those too. But I called Doug Donnelly, who's uh, head of Advantage Hole in One, and normally when you get a hole in one on one hole, you get some. Smaller prizes on the other holes if you buy the insurance for the big hole. And we did that, but we didn't have the signs up or anything. So Ben will also win a $500 shopping spree at Callaway Golf. Nice. How about that? That's cool. Thank you, Tom. So Doug and I, again, um, he, he owns, he's one of the owners of Advantage Hole in One. We're talking about how to, you know, different things. And we've never given the 10 grand away, but we'd like to, mm-hmm. right? You know, sure. it's, you know, and. And I ask him how many times he gives things away, and it's like you don't ever want to, you don't want to 
shut out the world. Sure. He goes, no, I, it's great promotion. You know, it's all, it's all, and he says, and he underwrites things. Sure. So he doesn't, he just goes through another company. So he's ready to give out hole in ones, but every hole in one he gives away, his rates go up, right? Sure. So, you know, he wants a, a good balance. And I was talking about it and I said, you know, what happened was he had somebody out there who wasn't um, a veteran of hole-in-ones, and he watched Eli was on that hole hitting shots for every group. Okay. And they were like, well, this is all null and void. Uh-huh. You can't have more than one shot. That's it. You're, you know, and, and no, no, no. And, and, you know, Doug said, yeah, I get what you guys are doing. <laughs> but I asked him, I said, that's an interesting hypothetical. How much would my insurance cost change if I gave everybody – two shots at 120 yard par par three for hole one so you go up to, sh- to the hole and you get to hit two shots not just one mm-hmm. how are, how are your odds changing and how much more motivator how much how so, much so let's figure this out if it's 13,000 to one for a, a typical amateur to get a hole in one you said mm-hmm. one in 13,000 shots mm-hmm. would it go down by half I don't know no maybe a third he said my the insurance price probably won't change much. Okay. So maybe a little. Okay. But then he said, but I have another idea I've been trying to promote, and I think it's kind of cool. What do you think of this? And remember this before you get to your hypothetical. Normally, outside of last week, we usually park it on a par three. Mm-hmm. And we've hit shots on par threes for 17 years. 17 years. We've done, I think that was, I think uh, last week was our 61st event. And we've hit the same shot. On those holes all day. And we've never had one. Never had one. Four times you and I have lit the cup. Yep. But they didn't go in. No. It just, I'm telling you. I, as, and I, I've been playing golf since I was so 12 years old. The hypothetical is, do you let everybody, so our next event, um, likely be next month sometime. Mm-hmm. The next event, um, do we let everybody hit two shots on a par three? Let's say it's Cowboys. It, we're gonna be next, and we'll do it at um, number three. We always like being at number three. It's over the water, but it's 120 yards. Depends where the pin is, by the way. Or Doug's idea. He says this is really cool. You take a you take a hole, and on and you do a one foot putt, a two foot putt, a three foot putt, four foot, five foot, six foot, seven foot, eight foot, nine foot, and ten foot putts. Got to sink ten putts in a row. All on the same line. On one hole. And Let's just say we do it before the round or whatever, because it'll slow everybody down if we do sure. it in a hole. But yeah. if you do it before or after, if I must spend money on insurance, mm-hmm. and you have, you can have 10 putts, you got to make them all for the 10 grand. And they're all, we can do it as you, flat as flat can be. Do you get to line it up? I mean, you get to put it where you want it, or do you, we have a set place where you putt from? Yeah. Be, okay. So it's flattest, straightest, you can make it. Yeah. Ten putts in a row from one through ten feet. Now, immediately, I said, Doug, that's easy. No, it's not. He goes, really? It's not even. He said, I promise you, he said, I've done it five times, haven't paid out yet. Nope. He says, you start making the first five and you have that six-footer, yeah, the pressure on that. Now you got a seven-footer. Now you got an eight-footer. And you know why I say that is because every time I play in a scramble, and we have four to five looks at a putt, and we know the line and everything. And I can't tell you how many times I've been in a group and none of us made that putt. And it so can be less than five feet. We, we brought this up on the air a few years ago that 
if you had six shots, six, a, a one-man right. str- scramble where you four could shots hit, a shot, you could hit it six times on every shot. Could you break six? Could you break sixty? And we brought it up on the air. And one of our good friends, Croupier, Mark, said, "I'm going to give it a shot." Okay. And ugh, the betting on it was crazy. It looked like Caddyshack. Right. When they were, I mean, it, it, we had a crowd around them, and people were betting on whether he could do it or not. And they had to break what? Breaks it. He had to shoot 59 or better. And he, he gets shots to, He gets to 18. He's probably tired. He gets to 18. He's 11 under with par 71. He needs birdie 18th hole, and he does it. And he had an eight-footer for birdie. And he had six times to do it? And he missed them all. <laughs> how bad was How tough was the putt? Who cares? It I'm was eight. Saying, you got six I'm, times at it. I'm saying, though. The, the pressure got to him, and sorry, and it's not that easy. So I was thinking, you know what? Give me two shots at a 120-yard hole. I think I might have a better chance than making 10 putts. Plus, it's quicker. Yes, way quicker. Um, I, I'm going to say one is... No easier than the other. Honestly, I, I think I think making ten straight putts, and I think sometimes the toughest putt to make is a straight putt. Yeah. All right, I'll give you one more. So let's say we do our next one at Cowboys, which I'm working with our good buddy Jeff Levine to do. Hi, Jeff. And on number two out at Cowboys, they're redoing the green. Yep. So they're going to do a temporary green in the middle, but they're going to take Short the par four. They're going to take the tee box and move it all the way back, so it'll be a long downhill par three okay so well, let's make that a 15 inch hole okay haven't seen that in a while so if you make that a 15 inch hole and how fun would that be right sure um harder say it's from 200 yards mm-hmm. i don't know how far it is jeff may be able to tell me but well, say remember, it's it's two, elevated t too elevated t 200 yards get one shot 15 inch hole okay do you like your chances on that or two shots at 120 yards. I think I take the 15 inch hole because it won't play 200. About like 160. I'm gonna I'm gonna see what Doug will give me for insurance on that, and if and if Jeff will cut a 15 inch hole for me that day. But how fun would that be? I think he will. I'm it's sitting on that hole. Green. Yeah. I think he would. I, okay, so I would go with the with the long par three because the whole diameter is makes it, a, I believe, a huge difference. Think? I do. We've played on 120-yard holes, four and a quarter inches, and we've played it for, you know, we, we want, like you said, we want guys to make a hole-in-one. Yeah. It, it's great back uh, back selling. But that four and a quarter inch hole is, is a thimble out there. <laughs> I mean, it really is. So 15 inches, I think, so you're, you're almost, God, you're almost quadrupling the hole. Diameter. Yeah, almost. I think I would take my chances with that. I would, and especially you probably more, more than likely you'll have an iron in your hand. All right. So the week before we have our event, we go do a practice round out at Cowboys. You and I would just want to see the course, do whatever, right. and we go up to number two. It's a two hundred yards, and it's a fifteen-inch hole, and you dunk it. Mm-hmm. Count me. No, it's not legit. It's legit if we're paying out on it because we set the the, the rule plan. Well, I'm saying it's legit for you. We're playing the week no. before and you're playing around. You've never had a hole in one. Does and it's count? a 15 inch hole. Mm-hmm. No. I I can say in very 
<laughs> loose terms, I got a hole in one. But yeah, it's not legit. It's it's kind of like when you had the double eagle and on a scramble, a scramble in a scramble. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no, uh, no. But um, I like them. I like the hypotheticals. But I think next time, and I'd love people to try this. I think I'll try this next time I'm near practice green. Is try and make um, ten straight putts, one to ten feet. Right. See if you could do it. Yeah. But I think so. The question is: Do you let people? Do we go to number? If we're going to be a Cowboys, do you go to number three? Be 118 yards, mm-hmm. and you let people hit two shots. And put the pin on the right. Or do you go to number two or and on the temporary green and let them try to make it from 200 yards with a 15-inch hole? A, which one will the will players enjoy more? And B, which one has a better shot? Now let's do some crowdsourcing. At Arnett Rick, at AvidGolfer98, tweet us, would you rather hole-in-one, you're playing in the tournament, I'm going to guess the hole is going to play about 170, 160 yards because it's an elevated tee box. Right, it's really high up. Would you rather shoot to a 15-inch cup for a hole-in-one prize or get two chances at a 120-yard shot, but it's a four-and-a-quarter-inch hole regulation? I'm, I'm going to bet that everybody's going to take the 15-inch hole. All right, so Jeff Levine mm-hmm. just chimed in. And he better From find Marcus. a way to let let us have it at Cowboys this time because mm-hmm. now we're talking about it, but... Mm-hmm. I said two will probably be from about 175 yards. So it's going to be about 175 yards. So his text to me was using a 15 inch hole is easy. Really, Jeff? Easy? It's not easy, but. Maybe easier, maybe more playable. Very much easier. easy. Very much easier, I would say. Yes. Because if you can hit it straight or whatever the pin is, and I guarantee that, well, you know, if it's temporary green, um, yeah, you can put it wherever you want. And that would be the interesting part. Where do you put that pin? Right in the middle. Okay. They put it right in the middle. That's right fair. Right in the middle. Okay. But I'd be curious to see here what the listeners think. You can email us, Rick or Craig, at myavidgolfer.com. And we'll probably go with the majority. I think most people would go with the 15-inch hole. Yeah. And if I'm, it plays, I'm, if it's if it's a 175-yard shot, it, it's going to play 150 tops. Yeah. And I think I'd go with that. Yeah. And I think it would be a lot quicker. Yeah, well. It's hitting two shots. Yeah. And yeah, that it's that size of a golf hole is. I and it different. doesn't take away from playing Cowboys no. number if you're playing number two as a par three because at elevation of that par three, I don't think we have that anywhere in town. There's one hole at Bear Creek that's got a pretty good elevation down for a par three, but it's not like that. It's not like what number two would be like, and it'd be a different level hole. The only and one I, would I know this, is the retreat down. In, down in yeah. Cleveland, where it's like but, a 200 foot elevated tee on a par three. But I would tell you this: if I were doing it, and if we can, and if Doug can get me insurance to do 10 grand on a hole in one for that, if I were if I were playing in that tournament, I'd have a practice round the day before. There's no question I would. Wouldn't you make an investment of playing of of doing one practice round just to see what it would take to hit that shot? Sure. Yeah, I would. Sure. All right. We'll see if we can get this thing done. You can tweet us at Arnett Rick or at Avigolfer98. Would you rather have the 15-inch hole or two shots at a 120-yard hole, but um, regulation golf hole size of four and a quarter? All right. That was brought to you by Clubby Seltzers. Uh, up next, we've got the weather coming up this week because we do have a big tournament. 
And uh, Craig says he has a golf story, a golf company he saw this morning on the Golf Channel. I got some serious questions for Did you. Did some research. Golf.co. I'm spending 500 bucks on a putter. I'm not pulling it off the rack. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's very custom, and you know, um, the $2,500 one is super custom. As they say, it's the most technologically advanced putter in decades, now fully customizable, 2500 bucks. Mm-hmm. So they're a putter company. That's not the ad I saw on on the Golf Channel. Okay. They had an ad for the L.A. Golf Ball. Now, mind you, they spent money on the Golf Channel for the L.A. Golf Ball. Mm-hmm. Designed in collaboration with our player partners, which is a crock because you know Dustin Johnson's not playing the L.A. Golf Ball, right? Wouldn't think so. He's tailor-made all the way, isn't he? Uh, I know he's not Adidas anymore. I mean, I, wa- I watch this little live golf. It's hard to tell. I mean, DeChambeau did leave um, Strixon, but um, but anyway, the LA Golf Ball, designed in collaboration with our player partners, has a pro- proprietary construction with four layers working in perfect synchronicity. <laughs> good word. Good word. I mean, yeah, good. Lower spin off the driver delivers increased distance. Four-piece design produces optimized spin. Molded urethane cover provides exceptional feel and durability. How much? What would you pay? For a dozen? Well, what's, uh, what's Pro V's go for these days? 59? Pro V's. Pro V1. I'm going to look it up right now. I'm going to golfballs.com. Our, our pals over at golfballs.com to give you the, the price of Pro V1 golf ball is... That's a little did they, slow. Did they raise it to 59 I think it's 54. So I think our Strixons and all the other ones are 49. I think mm-hmm. they're 54. So the L.A. golf ball. Now, before I guess, I'm going to – this is this is how I'm figuring this out. Boutique putter, $500 putter, $2,500 putter, whatever. I'm thinking it's got to be at least the same price as the Pro V1. Just because. That's how they're trying to market themselves is this – Uber, awesome, customized, can't get anywhere else. Got a price? I'm loading up to see what exactly Pro V1s are, and it, um, but I do have it already loaded up on LA Golf Ball. Uh-huh. So I know that the Pro V1 is probably around 59 bucks. Yeah, that's what I said. The LA Golf Ball, $69 a dozen. But I predicted. Are I mean, you in? Uh, no. If I gave you a... If you could tell me... Does going to knock six strokes off my game, five strokes off my game? Might be interested. I just don't know if a golf ball at my high single-digit handicap How's it gonna is going to matter. That's what I'm saying. So why? What's the benefit? I don't know. And if I'm... Okay, it's almost $70 a dozen. Yeah. And you, if you hit one in the woods, how long are you looking for that golf ball? Till sundown? <laughs> exactly. That's the only thing I, I go crazy about when people that are fairly high handicappers playing Pro V1s, and they're going to go look for a $5 golf ball in the woods till they, till they find it. And so I think that slows up play. I, 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 I'm a little leery. I, I love all golf companies. As a, as a fellow entrepreneur... Mm-hmm. Um, 
By the way, the official balls, I, I think I see them at, at $54 for okay. Pro V1. So they're $54.99. Okay. These are $15 a dozen more. Yep. Every pro out there is using a Pro V1, saying mm -hmm. it's the best golf ball out there. They probably have more technology than anybody and more R&D than anybody. And you're going to pay $15 more a dozen for these. I'm not taking anything away from their putters. I think if they're going to make yourself a custom putter and you, look, <laughs> with my putting woes, would it? Would I spend the five hundred dollars if I knew that it would? If I went well, fit sure, it, say it's anything. Yeah, you, you can hit your driver better. Yeah, but a golf ball. That's. And you'd have to. You'd have to plunk it down, meaning you'd have to invest in it for a dozen, and see. And I'm thinking the more you spend on stuff, the more you're disappointed in golf. That's just my theory. I'm not saying it's right. It's my theory that the more you pay the more you're disappointed because your expectations are way too high. Look, you know, when, justify when PXG came out and was like five grand for a set of irons, mm -hmm. you know, if you justified the fact that you could go out somewhere and hit those irons better than everything else and money's not an object to you, and you said, hey, look, I'm hitting my my seven iron 10 yards longer and straighter than I am anything else, yep. but it's three grand more than any other set, mm -hmm. all right, well, for me and you, we may still go with the other set. We may still go with Srixon because Srixon's good, and I don't need that for three grand. It ain't worth it to me. Depends on how you play and what you're playing for. But, yes. But I also think that's dubious anyway. I'm not sure that club's going to make it any better than... Look, they all... I always say this. When anybody asks me, what club should I buy? I say, look, you go to Titleist, Srixon, Ping, TaylorMade, Callaway. They all are have the greatest R&D. They all have everything you need. They are looking at each other. Yep. Take the club that when it sits down, smiles at you. Yep. And that's that's the club for you. That's what I do. And if it doesn't look right on the ground, I don't think I'm going to be able to hit it. And so, uh, so, so I, 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 in my mind, that's the thing. But a golf ball, I can't imagine. Think about how many rounds of golf you play a year. And how many, if you're going to commit yourself to that golf ball, how many dozens of golf balls you play, if you're playing, you know, once a week, that's a, that's a lot of investment, for with, even to the Pro V1. Because we don't play Pro V1s. You and I play Srixons. Yeah, I love them. And they're even a little less. You're talking about $20 more a dozen. Uh-huh. It's, it's a pretty... Do you lose a lot of golf balls? Or, are you, or you're picky about your golf balls? Back when Bellottas were around, and you just, I mean... After three holes, I don't care if you hit it in the fairway on every shot and the green on every shot, they're going to get marked up. Yeah. Uh, these new golf balls, not not so much. You really got to get it card path, a tree. Yeah. You can still get through it. But like I said, the more I spend, the more I expect, and I think golf is is the toughest sport to get bang for your buck out of that. <clears throat> so I'll at even give you price. another. At a certain if price. LA Golf calls us right now and says, let me send you a dozen. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm trying them. Are you? Sure. Why not? Okay. Why wouldn't you? Just to see. So, I, the other thing I tell people, they ask me what golf ball to use. Find out what handicap they are. I think if you play a premium ball, if you're going to play a premium ball, stick with it. Yep. If you're At least you know their low, characteristics. And it, you know how it's going to it's going to act. And once you start changing, the golf ball's different. A Pro V1's different than a than a Srixon. A Pro V1's different than a Pro V1X. Yep. A Srixon. Or a X, left dot or whatever. Yeah. So... Um, I, I I always tell commit. You know that a lot of these companies have you can buy four dozen get one free if do it mm -hmm. because commit to that golf ball. 
half of it is just conviction in your in your mind that this ball is good. Yeah, that's and half, that's, that's and I know what it's, of battle in golf and I know anyway. what it's going to do. Yeah, that's the thing. I know what it's going to do. So I, I don't know. I, I wonder if I'd even use it if I got it. Somebody gave me some PXG golf balls mm-hmm. I, until I was playing in a scramble. I didn't use them. So. Again, I would not be, saying there's anything wrong with that golf ball, but I would be I curious. Can't, I'd I, be worth it'd be worth testing out. I just don't, can't see the the difference in cost justifying it. That's yeah. all. But I don't know until I try it. All right, that was brought to you by the KitchenAid Senior Championship. That's going to be up at uh, Frisco, PGA Frisco, in the end of the month. So get ready for that. Um, up next, got some quick hits. We've got a Nelson uh, Field coming up. And a, if you're defending your title in, in, on the PGA Tour, how tough is it? Is Cage Lee too straight? How about that? He's playing Nelson. well this week, too. He is playing well. T-Box, a couple more segments out here at the uh, Clubs of Stonebridge Ranch. The die course, we're in the back patio lovely day they have a member member going on right now and uh if you want some information because they have two courses they have the die course and they have the stonebridge ranch course so two for the price of one so check that out go to invitedclubs.com uh got some uh, feedback on our hypothetical would you rather have one shot at a with a 15 inch hole on a par three for a hole in one or two shots and that would be about 100 and play 150 yards maybe or two shots at 120 yards and a, on a regulation size hole, four and a quarter. Looks like most people would take the 15 inch. I think they can do it. Well, we'll give them a shot. If Jeff will let me do it. We'll give them a shot. I think it's a really cool idea, and I wouldn't be surprised either way, quite honestly, if somebody if somebody made one or they didn't. That's that's the crazy part. Because I remember the first time I ever putted on a 15 inch cup, and I missed it. And I'm thinking, man, that that ruined me for like two or three holes. I didn't miss a oh, 15-footer. Anywho, um, okay, so a couple things to uh, look at. We have the Nelson Field. It was finalized yesterday at 4 o'clock. And pretty decent field, 13 yeah. of the top 50, 26 of the top 90, including Scotty Scheffler, Jordan Spieth, Carol Hatton, Tom Kim, Hideki Matsuyama, Tom Hoagie, Jason Day, Seamus Power, Sibu Kim, Adam Scott, Cage Lee, who is two-time defending champion, and Aaron Wise, who won when it was at Trinity Forest. All right, so I'm going to give you the sponsor's exemption to see if you like know any of these guys. Mm-hmm. Sung Moon Bay? I know him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he... he uh... <clears throat> he won the Nelson, mm-hmm. and he's not eligible. So they usually he give was it. one of our more fun interviews. Yes, he was. Parker Cootie and Pearson Cootie. Sure, local. Cootie brothers. Um, J.J. Colleen uh, earned his right in from uh, being a sec- uh, the, the uh, section uh, champion. Mm-hmm. Then you have Peter... Kust, K-U-E-S-T, Kust, Kest. Don't know. I don't know him. David Mijaluzzi. Okay. Don't know him. Roger Sloan. Heard of him. Have you? Yeah. 
and Bo Van Pelt. Okay. So there's your sponsor exemptions. My absolute crime in the world. Absolute crime. Shame on you, John Drago. Shame on AT&T. Shame on everybody. But the second alternate is Greg Chalmers. <laughs> he got a bobblehead. That was for the AT&T in, in, uh, I know. in, in California. Right, but Pebble Beach. Even still, what a great local guy and how fun he's been and what a great follow. And boy, am I rooting for two guys to withdraw so Greg Chalmers can get in. By golly. Be fun. And it typically happens. I wonder what the average. I wonder and by the way, I I'm, I'm giving John a little bit of right. fun grief because I, I know that sponsor's exemption thing is really hard. Um, and he's told us before the criteria for yes. picking him, and some of them I wasn't aware of. Such tired head Yeah, when but, he starts going but, through it with me. But, but they get it, and I get it. So there's yeah. a reason why um, Chalmers was not picked, and you know the other guys were. Okay, so it should be a fun week. Uh, 25, depending on the wind, 25 under par usually takes it 25 26 under par so here's something for defending champion cagely two-time defending champion by the way it will be lower because number 12 is going to be a par four this year in the last 40 years on the tour only three players last 40 years have won the same tournament three consecutive years well tiger did it tiger has done it six times no way on i mean six different events right including two four peats which is ridiculous. The last player to get it was Steve Stricker at the John Deere Classic. Well, hold on. I was going to ask. Tom Watson did it, right? That's the last 40 years. So. How old's Tom Watson? Is 40 years? Didn't he win? I don't know if he's won three in a row at the same tournament. I thought he won. Yeah, I guess not. So, it was Steve Stricker and finally Stuart Appleby. He did that in, in, uh, in Hawaii, right? Stuart Appleby did Hawaii, yeah, yeah 2004-2006. That's it. Uh, Victor Hovland tried to get the, uh, the one at Mayakoba. He was a two-time defending champ. He didn't do it. So Cage Lee is going to be in some uh, pretty lofty company if he can pull that off coming next week. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty interesting. He's getting hot at the right time. He's playing well this week. He's uh, tied for second, I think. Yep. Or he was. Was. He's got two rounds to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, high school senior Molly Smith came within one shot one shot of qualifying the U.S. Open qualifier for the men. Wow. High school senior. She hits about 275, and she's going to University of Central Florida next year. Okay. So. If you want to make golf a living, go somewhere warm. Yeah, you play all year, mm-hmm. right? Tony Romo tried to uh, qualify locally. He was at in Odessa, and he finished four shots away missed it by four shots he's a good stick i know people give him a lot of grief i told him on the tee he's part-time nfl broadcaster full-time golfer. i'm just gonna say that final round he shot in that celebrity the invited celebrity classic is as good a golf as any almost any pro can play mm-hmm. that was that was look i wanted to i was trying to get into the celebrity side of that, that team and uh, they cut the field so i couldn't get in but I was thinking, you know what? I might be able to compete with those guys, but when I watch what Tony did that final round, I don't have that. Yeah, that was different. Now he's playing against celebrities, so he's it's right. a little bit different. If yeah, every Marty time Fish he's kind played, of imploded. Yes. But um, I, I like the fact he's still trying. 
I mean, he's not just ham and egging it with or playing money ball with uh, with Jordan and those guys. He's actually trying to trying to what stretch else, himself. What else has he got to do? Stretch himself out a little bit. All right. Uh, up next, that was brought to you by Golf Moose. Go to golfmoose.com and you can get some uh, great discounted rounds of golf. Squaw Creek, with a lot of people are finding out for the first time out at Willow Park near Fort Worth. Hidden Creek, Grand Oaks. We have a, a big stay and play coming up on Monday. So hey now. check that out at golfmoose.com. All right, up next, we mix with the Fun House, I believe. All right, fun times out of here at Stonebridge Ranch, a die course. Just met Paula White. She's a membership. Contact. Membership services experience director. Membership experience director. Or, serve, or something. Membership experience. Good, I'm good members job, ex- Craig. Yeah. Keep going. Something. No. Just, take, just cut me off. You're supposed no, to be no, the no. lead of the show. You're supposed to say, all right, you're done. No, no, no. This is too too fun. Uh, <laughs> also want to thank uh, April Cochran. She's the regional marketing director. And Craig Sundell. And uh, Jim Sanders and Ryan Huber. So, all of them for providing. Oh, and Leanne. Jim for, Sanders is driving out to Texas Tech. His uh, kid's getting graduating. Nice. So, uh, congrats to him. Last time We've known him for a long time. That's a long drive to Lubbock. Uh, thanks to Kern out here engineering. Great job as always. Thanks for keeping us on the air. <laughs> no, our equipment got a little dicey. Uh, back at the station, uh, Kevin Landrum and uh, Jacob Dedimore doing tickers twice an hour. Next week, we will be at Lake Park Golf Course, the nine hole. How fun. They're unveiling a, a new pizza oven. Hey, now. And free pizza for everybody that shows up. By the way, uh, tip for everybody, oh. Kentucky Derby today. Yep. Anybody left? Bet on two Phils. Why? Because your kid? My name, kid's name Phil. It's Is that win. the last horse left in the field? Gee, do you see all the horses that are dying out there? <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Mark, that. They are. They're getting, I don't know, a whole bunch of stuff. One, they've already had one scratch. Uh, also, thank you to PGH for Superstores for always uh, graciously sponsoring our show for great uh locations in the metroplex all right without further ado we bring on the fun house travis and sod hello 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 golf rick and craig What's up, guys so a couple things before we get into hockey because okay. i've been uh, waiting. i'm in i'm yeah. in on hockey good first i don't know how much you guys follow golf but they announced the match this week it used to be tour players phil and tiger yeah and yeah whoever else but now they don't do that anymore now they're doing baseball players, basketball players, hockey players. So now they're going to have Stephon Curry and Clay Thompson played against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Man, I'm not a golf fan. Are you guys into it? Um, so I watched when it, this was like uh, it was Aaron Rodgers, I think Brady, Brady. played, and mm-hmm. maybe Peyton, Peyton played. Manning. Uh, yeah. And I was into it for like the first few rounds, just to watch like semi, holes. yeah, or sorry, yeah, few holes. Uh, for the first few holes, just because it was closer to like normal people playing golf, so it was just interesting. And then it's like your favorite athletes too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But not really. I mean, I am for like the spectacle for a minute, but I, it's very flyby for me. For me, it's it's you know when brady and manning did it i first you know i'm i'm a big brady fan in general but other than that manning is one of the 
better personalities and you know the fact that he was mic'd up and the rivalry with Brady and Manning was what you know was a selling point to that too and I I know from following Tom Brady's entire career that he's actually really into golf like he he plays so it's not like you know the April Fool's open no basically <laughs> with no. with uh with those guys playing so I have not done my research. I know Steph Curry is really into golf. I yeah. know he's, he's played really with Obama. He's a good player. He's a yeah. good, good player. Mahomes is a good player. Mahomes okay. is a, reportedly a seven handicap. Kelsey, 11, and Clay Thompson, 15. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was about to say, Kelsey's way better than Thompson. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't. But Curry's I, slightly better than Mahomes. Well, he's seven strokes better. He's a scratch golfer. Yeah, so I didn't if you know. believe those. I didn't know about the I skill. see Mahomes play all the time. I'm going to tell you something that kid can play. Okay. Well, I I didn't know about, you know, what the other three other than Steph, how their golf game was. But if they're good, like I'm talking like even if they're just decent, um, then I'm in. I I don't want to watch – again, like I said, I don't want to watch the April Fool's Open on TV – um, but be painful. yeah, but but if if they're if they have a decent game, then I'm in. But I what do. What format th- are they going with? Haven't said one. yet. No. Okay. But I also think that you know having some personality and stuff like is really important. I think those four guys do bring some personality, and so uh, for me, that's you know that's something I can tune into. I think the bottom line is this: ratings and money drive everything. Yep. And so who's ever sponsoring it, if they find that it's still a good investment that's why they're still doing it oh yeah so anyway i just wanted to get some perspective from hey, maybe people don't so i do them. have a hockey question okay i have i have golf questions afterwards <laughs> so we're prepared right. you all want to stick with golf we'll get to hockey after this okay yeah. all right so uh my question is it has to deal with phil mickelson i feel like his uh his reputation and just like the aura around him has changed so many times over the years like during the tiger the big tiger era and then it felt like in the last like maybe five ten years he was like playful dad on tour Mm -hmm. and now with liv and i saw him a couple of days ago uh tweeting through it is he starting to get to the point where he's on the path to tarnishing his legacy yes already has already has like within the golf purist uh the purist community He's, I mean, he he wasn't well-loved inside the golf community to begin with. He was loved more by the fans than he was by the inside the golf community because, I mean, his his nickname was Fig Jam, and it was warranted. I mean, I always thought he was so boring until, like I said, the last five, ten years when he started posting videos on Twitter about hitting bombs, and, like, it gave him a little bit of personality. I didn't really have much of an opinion other than I like Tiger a lot better back in the day I'll, I'll say this if he hadn't uh, gone scorched earth if he would have handled live like uh dustin johnson did who just kept everything under the radar mm-hmm. he would have been the best golf broadcaster going by far that makes yep. sense he, 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 he was on awesome. that track cbs yep. would have just backed up the truck to him yep so he messed that one up and that's why he would have been perfect and he you know he's making enough money as it is just off the uh off the guarantee off live, but who knows how much he lost over the years gambling. So, yeah, it's tough. Uh, he, he could be likable, but he's not. He's not, <laughs> not to not, not the pe- not the yeah. And Twitter it's not has, inside the ropes. And he's one guy that should not be on Twitter. No. Yeah. No. He. <laughs> yeah. He definitely. Will, he, like I said, he will tweet through it. This is not the first uh, the first rant I've seen Phil go on. Yeah. All right. Second question: uh, What are we going to do about these uh, these greens out in Detroit, guys? We got vandals screwing up our greens and we're not going to be able to play the uh 
the Rocket Mortgage Classic here in a few weeks. They'll figure something out or they'll move it. Yeah. They'll, so, like, can they move an entire tournament that quickly? Uh, you got enough time at this moment to do, be able to do it, yes. Okay. It's amazing how many courses get hit with that. I was just about to ask, is this regular? A, um, more yeah, than you want. It's, you know, a few times a year, yeah, you, you hear about it. Motorcycle on it, and yeah. donuts on a green. It's just, <laughs> it's, awesome. I just, no, it's not awesome. It's 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 vandalism. Yeah, I mean it's it, those. And what it costs? What it costs the golf course to fix it afterwards? Well, I bet yeah. it's astronomical. Yeah. Well, it's just no. There's no awesome anywhere close to that. It's just yeah. it's just bad form. You know, go go do it in the desert. Go do it on a street. Go do whatever. Right, can I ask my two hockey questions? Yes. Shoot. Go for hockey. Okay. First one. So I'm watching, and I'm not a I'm not a expert in the game but i I'm a, i like sports and i watch a lot of sports and i'm really dialed in so is my wife we watch it watch every game is pavelski that good or because he had that concussion and he's been out for a few weeks he's, he's got out. he's got fresh legs he wasn't out that long he wasn't out two weeks um. Well, it was so about two weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, about two weeks. About really? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about two weeks. He was out, but um, to, you know, we're we'll talk about this later um, at eleven thirty as well. But Joe Pavelski has sixty nine career postseason goals. That is only behind Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby, who have seventy two and seventy one. So most active. Yeah, of, uh, among active. And so mm-hmm. when you're talking about two guys that define this entire generation, this entire era. Joe Pavelski this postseason could cross both of them. So he's that good. It's, you know, this isn't just, you know, he got a couple weeks off and came back. And, you know, it's another thing is that if you watch, you know, the, the of the four goals that he scored in his in his big game, um, two of them were, were very Pavelski goals. They were tips. They were deflections. They were exactly what he does. He works on those things. And it's funny because sometimes every you day. watch people, oh, yeah, every single day. I mean, you, you watch him before practice, morning skate. He just spends just hundreds and hundreds of shots just tipping in. So, um, no, that that's uh, none of that is fluky. None of that is, um, you know, just being fresh. That That's just who Joe Pavelski is. And what's amazing is he will he will deflect those shots at – at a desired angle. Yep. Off the handle, not even off the blade. You know how thin that handle yeah. is? And mm-hmm. those pucks are going that fast. It's he's a savant. All right, so last question. I'm dialed in. Ready to go to a game. So they've got two games in Seattle and they're coming back here, right? Yep. How hard is it to get tickets? Is this is this like whatever you want to pick. Well, is it? I mean, how how high have they? How high are ticket prices? How much higher are they than norm, regular price? And how easy is it to get one? I think uh, it's too. You can find them online. Yeah, I think you can. It's fairly easy to get them, but it's like uh, it's like I said, like you know, how much you want to pay is is the question. So so center center ice is still the right center ice about ten twelve rows up. Yeah, it's like the perfect seat. What are they going for right now? Playoff hockey oh, got to be in thousands. Of- is it? Yeah, I would think so. Okay. That's a great Center question. ice 12 rows up. I'd go up higher. I'm seeing some on uh, a certain website for 388 bucks. See? I'm really? For 12 rows up center ice? 
Yeah, this is section 119, so it's the first deck. This, and is then... only, this isn't the Stanley Cup. This is second-round playoffs. I mean, I know it's cool and stuff. But... Yeah, and it's also Dallas. Like, I mean, you know, in Minnesota, for example, like, whoa, like you know, those price ticket prices were absurd. Like, you know, when we were covering oh, really? the first-round series. Oh, yeah. That that was crazy. So, in Dallas, you, you do get a little bit of that benefit of, you know, Dallas hockey. So I would love to know the prices for the Toronto Maple Leaf Ooh. home games. Gosh. That place sells out even when they suck. Yeah, that that would be crazy. I mean, even Seattle, because, you know, when you think about the cost of living uh, in that region, uh, even though they're not, like, you know, the storied franchise like the Maple Leafs are, but just consider the Pacific Northwest and the cost of living in that area, and I bet you that those ticket prices are just out of this world as well. Okay. By the way, love their road uniforms. Yeah, love them. Love them. I love, okay, I love all their uniforms, honestly. Yep. All right, last one. So I'm listening to the show before us, and they were talking about – they've got a, a sports veteran guy on there, and he's talking about how the odds-on favorite right now for the NBA Finals is Boston. Mm-hmm. Who's the odds-on favorite right now to win the Stanley Cup? Um, if you go gosh. to the Athletic, I think they'll say the Stars. N- yeah, the Stars The stars are – number one right now. Yeah, are the Stars really? are yeah, up best there. Best chance. Um, best chance. I think I think I think the Carolina Hurricanes are just look like an absolute machine right now um, out in the East. But coming out of the West, <coughs> um, oh God! Hello, all of the we, you got to make it to practice this afternoon, <laughs> Saad. Chill. All, all right? of the favorites that were coming in, coming into you know the playoffs, the heavy heavy favorites were you know the Boston Bruins. They're out. The defending champs. They're yeah, out. Man, the New York yeah. Rangers. They're out. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs are down 2-0 right now to the Florida Panthers. Um, losing both games in Toronto. So yeah, what happened to Florida? Yeah, <laughs> what did they start eating for breakfast? All of a sudden, you just got to get hot and it, just don't lose a key player, especially a goalie. And just, yeah, exactly what I was gonna say. Just just have a good goaltender, and and we saw this in Dallas last year, right? They had no business going seven games with Calgary, but they had Jake Ottinger, and so you know they went to overtime in Game Seven because because you had the goalie. No better sport in the playoffs than hockey. Absolutely, it's. Off the charts, only because so many things can happen, so many weird bounces and it's overtime. I hate overtime. I love it and I hate it all at the same time. And the game changes a lot. Like, yeah. like it, it's it's weird to say, but the speed, the intensity, it, it feels like a different sport sometimes. And one thing I've noticed in this sport, this this season in the playoffs, is how quickly teams um, have like a comeback. Meaning they'll give up a goal. And then they'll get one in like in like thirty seconds. Well, you know, it's in, crazy. In game one for the stars, they were up two to one, and fifty-two seconds later, they're down four to two. Yep. So they they, they had a they had a three goal swing for in fifty-two seconds. So you're absolutely right. That happens. That happens often. Well, I can't wait. I just wish they were uh, earlier games. Yeah. I'm Join the club. This stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Have fun. Have good shows. Thanks, golf. Have, Bye, golf. Have, have a See safe ya. trip. Was it on Eli's hole?